Welcome to Scale Up and Grow, a podcast from Turning Point Training and Development, where we discuss everything you need to know for your own personal and professional development and growth. Here's your host, Mary Ricketts. Hello and welcome back. I'm Mary Ricketts and welcome to Turning Point Training and Development and our podcast, Scale Up and Grow. We are continuing in our job and career podcast series. Today, we are going to talk about job skills assessments. If you are looking for a job for the very first time or you'd like to change careers or you're just kind of wondering where are my talents? What am I really good at? The one thing you know is that you want to find a job that you enjoy. You want that job, that career that when you wake up on wonderful Monday mornings that you are excited to go to work, to get on your laptop, to get to the office to do whatever it is you got to do, but you want to be happy about it. There is nothing worse than working in a job, in a position, in a career that you don't enjoy. And can I tell you guys something? Life is too short. Life is too short for you to continue to go to the office that you don't like. You want to do something different. The question then is, but how can you tell what you would be good at before you get the job. So the best way to determine a job worth pursuing is by doing a job skills assessment. I'm talking about you doing one on yourself before you start applying for jobs because a good self-assessment will allow you to explore your personality type, find out what you're good at and determine your values. I want you to grab a piece of paper when you're sitting down and listening to this podcast and not driving in your car listening to this. Grab a piece of paper because I want to give you a list of questions that might be part of a self-assessment, especially when you're looking for um, a new job, when you're looking for something in a career or looking for something that you're just having to apply for. Here's a couple of questions I want you to think about. Do you generally remain calm or do you get nervous easily? You like that one? (laughs) Here's another one. How organized are you? What is your general temperament? What are your general interests? Do you enjoy risky situations? And do you tend to be introverted? or extroverted? Think about those questions. Do you tend to be introverted or extroverted? Do you enjoy risky situations? What are your general interests? What are your, what's your general temperament? How organized are you? And do you generally remain calm or do you get nervous easily? Think about those questions. Because formal job skills assessments are looking for your answers because they're trying to find out not so much if you're just going to fit in the culture, but they're looking to find out, are you even applying for a job that would be a good fit or are you trying to just fit somewhere? 
that is a difference. That is a huge difference because there are many job skill tests that are out there online that may even be several hundred questions long. It's been a long time since I have looked for a job because I've run my own businesses, but there are some times where I thought, oh, I may have to go back to the workforce and go back, you know, to corporate America. My goodness, some of them are just horrifically long, but there's a reason. They are trying so hard to hire the right people for the right job. If you have ever read the book, Good to Great by Jim Collins, one of the first things he talks about in the book is you want the right people in the right seats and you got to get the wrong people out of the seats. So when you go through those assessments, no, they are trying their best to get the right people in the right seats. And sometimes a potential employer will want you to be evaluated before your interview. They want, they, they're trying to eliminate unnecessary interviews by those assessments, okay? They are designed to determine answers to the questions that I had you write down. Think about those. So however, if you can compose a list that combines your personality traits with the skills that you're good at, then you can access your potential career yourself. There's nothing worse than you getting your high hopes up for a job that you're like, oh, I think I want, really, really want to do this. You go through the assessment and you don't even get a chance to interview. Some things are getting cut off right at the assessment. So the key now is to really think about what you're really good at. Look at the assessments as a tool of, you know what, that saved you from walking into a position that you may not have enjoyed and you really might not have been good at. The answer is in your interest. So by reflecting on your hobbies, you may be able to determine a viable career choice. I want to give you some other questions and I'm going to give you some thoughts behind them. But I can remember years ago hearing um, someone speak on television and it was really an interesting show that I was watching. And I remember them saying, your best talent is probably your best career. When I thought about that, it's like my passion is teaching and coaching and training and speaking. That is what I'm doing. But I've had pieces of that even in corporate America. So I've got to do those things throughout my corporate America experience. And there's some that I was like, that's just not what I wanted to do. But when you think about where you are right now, if you think about what you're really good at, what are your gifts and talents? And are you in those fields? Okay, here are some questions I want you to think about them and give you some whys behind that. Do you tend to like working with tools and objects? Here's why that's important. Because if you like working with tools or objects, you may be suited for a career in building, repair, or engineering. Do you tend to like working with other people? And don't get me wrong, there's a difference between I have to be in the office with people or do I really enjoy working with other people? Here's what you're looking for. If you enjoy working with others, maybe you'd enjoy a good sales position, being a team leader or a manager. Okay, here's another question to think about. Do you like projects that involve a finished physical product. 
think about that. Do you like projects that involve a finished physical product? If you do, you may prefer to see that finished product because you could be suited for a career in sales, in product creation. You may even like science and experimenting. Think about that. Do you like um, social, a social result such as improved self-esteem? If you prefer social results, that's great for those who want to go into counseling and social works. Do you prefer things to be concrete and organized or do you prefer the creative? Here's why that's it. Because most career choices will involve organization to some degree. But if you prefer creative options, you might be great for art and music, advertising and photography. Here's another one. Do you tend to enjoy business or science? And, and this really is an easy question, but understanding yourself can help you determine whether you would be suited for a career in entrepreneurship or experimentation and research. Do you see the difference in that? Do I enjoy business or do I enjoy science? Hint, I am an entrepreneur. I, I enjoy science a little bit just because it fascinates me, but my career choice definitely was not going to be an experimentation or research, but that's those people who really, really like those things. Let me give you, let me give you one more. Are you good at interpreting feelings? If you have proven to have a high emotional intelligence, you really may be suited for teaching or counseling. Those careers require you to understand what your students and what your clients are feeling and understanding. That's therapists, that's psychologists and psychiatrists and teachers and counselors. Think about that. When it comes to choosing your career, you should, you should now have a better idea about what type of jobs to look for in your career search. If not, just be open and able to, and to narrow down some of your choices to a few categories. You always have the option of reading books or taking classes in order to get a better understanding of your career choice and to develop your skill set in those areas. There is nothing uh, more interesting than taking uh, an online bookkeeping course, a basic bookkeeping course, and then realize, you know what? I'm glad I took the course because I like math and I like spreadsheets, but I don't like that. It is okay for you to consider doing that. Consider taking one of our on-demand courses that we offer with Turning Point Training and Development on our new Zendler platform. What a great way to test and see, is that something you want to do? I wish salespeople would take more sales courses and really get an idea. Do you really like prospecting? Do you, do you handle rejection well? Not that we like it, but those are things that you've got to be able to do. You've got to be okay with presentation skills. You have to be okay with prospecting and being persistent and being able to get 
past that no or that rejection on that phone call. Those are some of the things that you really want to consider before you make a major career change. So remember that you can do anything you want when you're determined. Finding a job in line with your personal preferences and your values, that is what's going to help you take advantage of your passion so you can achieve greater success. I hope you've enjoyed those. I think I gave you about seven, about seven questions you really want to consider when it comes to taking a job skills assessment and consider a self-assessment before you start applying for your jobs. And absolutely, I love the DISC assessment. That's completely different than just taking a job skills assessment. Two different things. I hope that you enjoyed this. I hope you got several nuggets out of it. If you haven't done so already, make sure you check out our previous podcast. Make sure you share them with your family and friends and coworkers. We are excited to take our podcast across the country and across the globe because we want to make an impact. Make sure you tune in for all of our career and job podcast series. Take care and we will see you soon. Thanks for listening to this episode of Scale Up and Grow from Turning Point Training and Development. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. In the meantime, check out all of our on-demand training courses at turning-point.newzendler.com. That's turning-point.newzendler.com.